Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm Rex Nelson, senior editor of the Democrat Gazette, and as our summer tourism season nears its conclusion, we've brought in today Travis Knapper, the director of tourism for the state of Arkansas. Travis Thank you for joining us. I, I love talking Arkansas and getting out and about in Arkansas. I've been trying to do a lot of that this summer myself. Absolutely, and thank you, Rex. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. I've listened to the podcast uh, since being here, so I've, it was a great way for me to learn a lot oh, about well, people you. and about the state. So uh, this is a great asset to have for Arkansas, and I'm glad I can be a part of it. Thank you. Let's get a little personal from you before we talk about Arkansas and what's going on. How, how did you come to your your current position well that's a it's an interesting story uh, and I'm, I'm glad to start there well i interviewed for this position back before i knew what covid was mm. if you can believe that can y'all believe a world before covid yeah that, that yeah exist, but hard to even remember now it did not exist for me in arkansas yeah I, I was i was in north louisiana i was working for a convention and visitors bureau there with doing tourism for the Rustin Lincoln Parish. So right. Rustin the community and Lincoln Parish as a whole, which is like a county level. Right. Good peaches down there this time of year. Very good peaches. You, you know, I know you know your food, so that's that's <laughs> good. Um, made a mark there. I was approached by Secretary Hurst, who's Secretary for Parks, Heritage, and Tourism here in Arkansas, and had a few conversations with her, had a conversation with the governor. It all went really fast. Uh, agreed to it. Like I said, didn't know about COVID. Then that was in like late February by the time mm-hmm. I started, April 1st. It's kind of the ongoing joke. Oh, April wow. Fool's Day. And early March uh, is when the world had yep. shut down. Uh, that was my first day uh, starting as a state tourism director while living in a different state with all the staff uh, at home for many months going forward after that as well. A little challenging start uh, as far as getting used to the staff and trying to get around the state, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I was, my family and myself were still able to do a good bit of exploration. Good. I mean, we know we're the natural state, and during this time of COVID, that was that was a very good thing for us. We were able to still get out and experience a lot of our prime assets. As you know, this job allows me to travel Arkansas a lot. Uh, I was recently, for instance, uh, up in Searcy County for two full days and out at Gilbert and up and down the Buffalo and through the mountains there. And uh, I had been in that area last year about this same time. They told me, they said, we think we're going to have a record summer. And they did. So I think one of the things we learned during COVID is that people were still feeling the need to get out, but they wanted to make it outdoor activities. And in that sense, being the quote unquote natural state uh, played to Arkansas's advantage, did it not? It absolutely did. Now, some of our more heavier tourism, urban spaces, mm-hmm. like we're here urban. right here in Little Rock, right, some locations. of Northwest Arkansas, they had a little more tougher time at, at points, but definitely are more rural uh, with those great lakes, rivers, camping, hiking, mountain biking, those destinations really thrived, which just kind of 
caused great strength to grow across our whole spectrum of our state, which is great. And those other areas, leisure was able to kind of, especially in Northwest and here in Central Arkansas, where sometimes that corporate and business travel, which is a, is a great driver for tourism in these, those areas, leisure was able to actually get a little bit greater focus and, and show the, the, the amount of impact it can have in those areas. Now, my gut sense as we move it to 2022, even though we've had a uptick, most of the cases, thank the Lord, have been very mild. I've heard some call it the Oma cold, uh, almost. So tourism has been going pretty much, I would think, as close to normal as we've been, certainly in a few years this summer. Now, I'm just talking on a gut sense as a guy who travels the state a lot, but my gut sense is we're having a very good summer in Arkansas. Is is that what the report you're hearing? Your gut is right. Yeah, 21, best year ever for mm-hmm. Arkansas tourism. 22 so far has beat all those months. We've wow. had a record month every year of 2% tax collection. I, I mean, just again, tax. this is anecdotal, but I was in Hot Springs on Saturday. It's 100 degrees and still the sidewalks are absolutely packed downtown. Absolutely. absolutely packed. I don't remember seeing the sidewalks as crowded. I'm with you. Every time you go down there, there's many other places I've been. As I, as I go around, I was able to go on Lake Washtenaw Sunday mm-hmm. as well. I mean, a gorgeous hot day, but it's one of those activities where you can get out on one of our beautiful lakes or rivers and still enjoy it despite the heat this late in the summer. And it just continues to amaze me how many people are still there they can, people can talk about some you know upticks in cases here or there they can talk about the possibility of recession and gas prices raising but i'm not seeing a difference in behavior as far as mm-hmm. just anecdotal of seeing it but our numbers still are continuing to be strong and we're very pleased with that one of your predecessors joe david rice uh, used to have a line that that i could really relate to and i think that's you know the good lines are something we can relate to and he said Think of a state like an amusement park, and you've got to continually add new rides. And I thought that was such a great line, and we have seen new rides added in recent years. Um, You know, you look at the spending just done by the three casinos in recent years, and uh, you're talking you know, a $1 billion at least, uh, or almost uh, influx into Arkansas tourism. And then, you know, there hadn't been any details released, but like a lot of people, I'm really excited with what Johnny Morris is doing with the old dog patch location, because any of us that have ever been to a Bass Pro Shop or his museums in Springfield or whatever knows that anything Johnny Morris is doing is done right. So we're seeing some pretty big capital infusions right now, are we not? Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're definitely excited about that. And even some of the existing things we know about, Arkansas Arts Center is now mm-hmm. getting a tremendous I was upgrade. Get to that, I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, sorry, I jumped oh, ahead no, of you. No. But, I mean, Crystal Bridge is almost doubling it. in size. And you have Sultana Museum, ha- ha- you know, it's going to be developed to a greater extent over in the Delta as well as the Cold War Museum over there, which I know you're familiar with all these. It continues to just grow and cover, you know, the large, large, vast parts of our state. Yeah, it's really exciting when you see those capital infusions coming in because, uh, like I said, you've got to continuously be upgrading. You've got to continuously 
be working on your product. But one of the things, and I, and I know you preach this too in your job. Now, tourism is the second largest part of the Arkansas economy behind agriculture in a normal year. COVID, that fell down. But during a normal year, it's the second largest sector of our economy. I'm not sure a lot of Arkansans realize that. But these investments are not just for tourists. I, they're economic development, are they not? Because, uh, I mean, I preach this in my column all the time, but economic development in the 21st century, in the last century, it used to be, let's go out and get a manufacturing plant and it'll bring six or 700 jobs to town. Now it's about attracting and retaining quality people. So those same attractions in my mind that draw tourists also attract and retain talented people to live in Arkansas. Well, and that's one reason I like listening and reading what you do, because you're beating the same drum we've been talking about. We've always said that tourism is kind of that first impression, that first date for economic development. And we also know all those things that tourists like to do are quality of life things that mm-hmm. our, our locals get to take part in all the time. And a lot of times they can only exist because of those additional dollars coming in and additional visitation by those visitors. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to maintain the level of quality of some of these things or the, the quantity of people and the volume to come through. So those are all huge things to bring whether it's a factory or whether it is that remote job workforce, whatever it is, I agree completely that they they overlap a whole lot. Is the Department uh, of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism your sense? We talk about silos in state government, but trying to work more closely with the Department of Commerce, with Arkansas Economic Development Commission? We are. We actually uh, have a campaign right now, CY Arkansas, which is about that kind of attraction of talent, bringing people back or bringing new people here for that whole quality. It's all about that quality of life and whether that be remote or whether that's be plugged them into any of the existing or upcoming manufacturers or companies that are wanting to invest here. It's all about that. Yeah, a- absolutely. You know, again, let's get back to the old natural state that we've used here in Arkansas for so many years. And talking about tearing down silos, I would think that, again, Parks, Heritage, and Tourism uh, would need to work closely with everybody now from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, which of course owns vast amounts of land and water in Arkansas, to the, uh, from your standpoint, tourism working even with the Arkansas Natural Heritage Commission, which is part of your department, or uh, on the federal level, working with the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers with all of the core lakes around Arkansas, working with the U.S. Forest Service with three national forests in Arkansas, working with the National Park Service, and its facilities. I was at Arkansas Post just yesterday, a National Park Service facility, which has one of your state parks right there where you turn off to it also. So um, I would think all of the people that are vested in the outdoors you need to tear down those silos also and work closely with them. Absolutely. And a lot of those relationships we've had ongoing for years, we've we've kind of doubled down some with Game and Fish uh, because we just believe that just makes sense and there's been some new leadership here new leadership there so we believe that partnership makes so much sense and especially on the state park side and some of those other the core and national forest service park service they have 
good working relationships and are are forced to because of the locations of those. But that's where, and I know you know this, Catherine Andrews is the new Mm kind of outdoor recreation department. It is a huge value to be that coalescer, bringing those people together, connecting them, making sure that, you know, we're connecting the dots between all those and breaking down the silos, as you said. Yeah, yeah. I I did a column about Catherine. I need to get her on this podcast. I've not (laughs) done that. You've given me always thinking ahead, uh, giving me a reason. One example of that uh, is uh, what you've done out at uh, Lake Sylvia uh, with the Forest Service. uh, talk a little bit about what the state's doing, you know, working more closely now in our national Absolutely. forest right that, now. that was a, a big success, working with the federal delegation, congressional delegation, as well as with the Forest Service there. We're talking west of Little Rock in the Washita National Correct. Forest. Correct. A campground area that had been only open seasonally in the, in the recent history at least it used to be a, i've heard many stories of people who have great memories childhood memories there but had limited use in more recent history and we were able to partner the state parks system and adopt that as kind of an extension of pinnacle state park and now has overnight lodging out there uh, a new swimming area with the lake a whole new set of trails is available as mm-hmm. well so we think that was a great match and uh, just continues to bolster what we have right here in the central arkansas area our engineer nick as he tapes these shows gets tired of me quoting this but uh, since i so share that vision uh I mentioned that when I met with Tom and Stuart Walton up in Bentonville last year, that they said they had this vision of Arkansas being to the central third of the United States what Colorado is to the western third of the United States. And that's a place where people escape big urban areas, whether it's Chicago to the north or Dallas-Fort Worth to the south of us, find a lower cost of living, come because it combines outdoor recreational attributes that are absolutely world-class which we've been talking about we have here in arkansas but also still has culture and thus you touched on it you've got crystal bridges already one of the great art museums in the world quite frankly no other state of three million people can say they've got anything close to it you've got the momentary there in bentonville You will soon have the new Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts, the former Arkansas Arts Center. I've got a column coming up on that. Already being rated in uh, several magazines on like top 10 list of the best architectural debuts in the world, which is really exciting. So it seems to me that uh, we're kind of getting to an exciting time where we are bringing up that cultural aspect for tourists that like that along with the outdoor recreational aspect that's absolutely right you hit on some of those key things and two other things and one i know is very dear to your heart is, is the food as well mm-hmm. i think we, we we can definitely please many palates across the state with with a variety of different foods some the more traditional flair and some uh, more sophisticated which is not what all, maybe you would always think of here in arkansas but i've been pleasantly surprised coming from louisiana my wife and i have enjoyed eating our way around the state at every corner but the other thing is music. I think we have a tremendous kind of music heritage here that goes from folk to the Johnny Cash country music to Ozark Folk Center and that whole vibe and then the kind of traditional Americana Mm -hmm. feel that kind of 
combines a little bit of all that in there. And uh, you'll, I think you'll see a little bit more of that focus on that in the near future. And because I know certain parts of our state are starting to tear down those silos and work exactly. together. And that, that's one thing I've really appreciated since being here is people from all parts of the state coming together and realize we're better together and not just our little part of the state or this part of the state or our little program, but saying we'll elevate it as a whole as a state and, and, and build the identity statewide. We'll be back with more of the Southern Fried Podcast, but first, this break. Hi, Rex Nelson here. Thanks for listening so far. A lot of the topics we cover here on the Southern Fried Podcast and many more can be found on the pages of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. If you'd like to support this great newspaper's commitment to bringing you the latest in Arkansas news, sports, and entertainment, consider subscribing to the Democrat Gazette today. With your subscription, you'll get a digital edition of the newspaper every morning, along with the latest news and updates delivered to you on an iPad, provided at no extra cost. For just $34 a month, you'll get the same award-winning journalism you've come to expect from the Democrat Gazette, including my three weekly columns, plus exclusive photo galleries, videos, articles, and digital extras all in the palm of your hand. To sign up today, call 1-800-482-1121 or visit us online at arkansasonline.com forward slash subscribe. Welcome back to the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. You know, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, an unabashed fan, and I've been to both in recent months. But I think our state, as you talk about the music and the culture, has two absolute jewels that state government operate in the Ozark Folk Center that you mentioned at Mountain View and the Delta Cultural Center at Helena. So we have these really national class facilities that – one celebrating the upland culture of Arkansas and the other celebrating the lowland culture of Arkansas, uh, sometimes because they're both in remote towns from the real population bases of Arkansas, so they're kind of out of sight, out of mind. But uh, I think those are two just really national-quality jewels that we have here in Arkansas. Absolutely, and, and they hit a certain audience that loves that very strong but then they're a great educational tool to how this community or these communities in Arkansas influence countless types of musicians through the years that we even hear today so they're absolutely two great assets. You mentioned our food culture I mean that is part of the mix now and not only for tourists but again for attracting economic development attracting smart talented people and getting them to stay in Arkansas. Obviously, the focus on, you mentioned Louisiana food, the, those braggarts in Texas uh, to our <laughs> southwest. You got Memphis barbecue over here. You got Kansas City barbecue over here. And there was a group of us that long thought that Arkansas 
cuisine was really not getting what it deserved. So your boss, Stacy Hurst, really, uh, we we prevailed over and took that and ran with it. And now we see the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame that's just grown into a monster. We're yep. getting, I'm still on the selection committee, we're getting thousands of nominations a year. But uh, I think the speed at which we get those nominations show that people – at least in the state, do appreciate what we have, and we're hungry for something that would promote that. Absolutely, and, and on that music and and food, we were I was in actually in Toronto last week for a conference, but we had set up a separate event with travel and trade partners. We we're able to do it at the U.S consulates residence there which was quite a neat experience and we had over 50 people from trade uh, media airlines um, travel writers influencers a great mix of people all from canada that we wanted to expose to arkansas and we got the we got a chance to talk to them and kind of give the traditional spiel of some of the highlights and had a, an over an hour just to visit we had six or seven other destination partners there but one of the keys was we took a chef chef matthew cooper mm-hmm. formerly of the preacher's son That's as right. well as uh, northwest arkansas conifer and then yep. We also brought Bonnie Montgomery, which is a former Arkansas Art- Artist of the Year, and uh, the true that Americana style. And those two were the hit of the event. I mean, they're great ambassadors for Arkansas, but really could bring the senses of Arkansas to those people. Hit their hit their taste, hit their ears. We were so happy with how that event went. That's exciting to hear. All right, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make you do your elevator pitch for me here. Right, let's say that I'm a businessman in Dallas looking for somebody where to take my family as opposed to flying to Colorado or going to Montana or wherever. Uh, why should I make that short drive to Arkansas and spend a, spend a week in Arkansas with my family? Oh, where do you start? Oh, man. <laughs> and you're not going to pin me down to one location. I'm sorry. No, I'm not no. going to do it. And, and the beauty <laughs> is you don't have to, uh, especially that close from Dallas. But, I mean, I think you're automatically going to try to hit up you're going to come straight through the Hot Springs, Diamond Lakes area and get any kind of experience you want out on one of the numerous lakes as well as the, the brand new casino resort mm-hmm. facility there that offers almost something we didn't have anywhere across the state. Oh, it's as, far as, as nice of a hotel. Of, I've stayed there yeah. three times now since <laughs> in the last year. Uh, so. Tremendous facility there. And like you said, they're going to find a bustling downtown with right there on the edge of the, of the National Park Service. I think getting spending some time in the capital city and learning a little bit of the history between the clinton center the couple of actually heritage sites downtown the old state museum there's one of my wife and i have made multiple trips there we've spent Mm -hmm. many hours learning our arkansas history there um, and the influence it had on the whole nation as well as the Little Rock Central. I think that's a great story piece. Of, yeah, of and, and the, the National Park Service does a great yeah. job interpreting 1957 in their visitor center Absol- there. Absolutely, and obviously you're going to eat well in both those places. Yep. I mean, maybe you loop up around, come through Searcy County, Newton County, get, yeah. get, get, a, get a Buffalo River experience, come on around to Northwest Arkansas. I mean, countless things to do between museums, outdoor activities, the mountain biking. Come on down, hit up Fort Smith, some of that great public art they have there. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you come on, come back down and hit, uh, 
I, I left out the Delta this time. I'm going to yeah. be in trouble. We'll go back there. We'll go back yeah. there. You know that's I write the second, a lot about the Delta. That's going to be the second yeah. trip they come over and yeah. uh, and do and, and definitely get some tremendous food and tremendous music over there, as well as learn a little bit about Johnny Cash along the way and see the developments that are happening in uh, Wilson. I mean, oh, that's that's, that's, I, that's I, the neatest, it <laughs> really little is. story. I, I mean, uh, you've got you know one of the largest landowners in the world that bought the Wilson plantation mainly for the land for about 65,000 acres of farmland but he basically inherited this whole company town and uh, said what am I going to do with this and then decided I'm going to make it the model Delta town and you now have one of the finest restaurants in Arkansas there you've got shops uh, upscale brands like Tom Beckby on the outdoor side you've got Holly Williams, who's Hank Williams Jr.'s daughter, has got a shop there. And later this year, they'll be opening the Hotel Louis, which I see, Travis, and I know you've noticed this, you do this for a living, but man, they're already advertising in really upscale magazines like Garden and Gun. Yes. I, I, uh, so I love, they're looking to attract people from all over the nation there. I love it. It just continues to raise our profile across the state, which I'm so happy about and one thing we didn't talk about that always piqued everybody's interest and that's the crater diamond state park yes. now that might not be what you want to be doing these last few weeks i was the down there in the spring to write a column about their <laughs> you, anniversary you of becoming right a state time. park yeah you went at the right time in the spring when it's not quite as hot but i mean th- that kind of unique ability to be able to to look for diamonds and keep what you find and that the fact that they average a diamond find a day is incredible and it is a great uh, definitely a, a catch, you know, a hook to get get someone interested and just falls in line with so many other great assets we have. You know, we really do talk about, usually uh, when we think of tourism, we talk about the Ozark Mountains mm-hmm. and the Washtenaw Mountains, but you hit on it. We were just talking about Wilson, but man, I think if several projects, and I think they are going to come through, come through to conclusion, that being the new Sultana Museum you mentioned in Marion, mm-hmm. And then the Cold War Museum in Blytheville. You have now got, and, and I'm, if you want to do Arkansas trivia on somebody, ask them the tallest building in the state outside of Little Rock. They're going to guess Northwest Arkansas. They're not going to guess West Memphis, mm-hmm. which it now is with that 21-story hotel at Southland. So you've got this magnificent new hotel opening there. And then as you go up 55 Eventually, you'll be able to do Sultana. You can already do Dice, the Johnny Cash boyhood home with the great things that Arkansas State has done there. You can do Wilson. Then you can go up to Blyville, which I've declared the barbecue capital of Arkansas, and uh, do the Cold War Museum. I think we've got a chance to really pull a lot of those millions of tourists that come to Memphis across the river with that quarter do you don't you think and spend a night or two absolutely and i mean all those communities along there uh, on over to jonesboro and paragold are doing uh, a lot investment wise adding in the trail system adding i mean some of the restaurants we were up there for a commission meeting recently in paragold and some tremendous restaurants down there up there excuse me and there's lots of other communities and that's one thing i've enjoyed about uh, this job is we go almost every month on a commission meeting on site you know somewhere around and we get to visit many of our communities and tourism is 
uh, is a key thing in all these communities, no matter what what size it is. And, th- and that's something that we definitely appreciate that they see value in that and wanting to elevate each each city and understand how that elevates our state uh, and trying to add whatever asset tell their story in a way that is appealing to visitors and that, that we just want to amplify that again you've got to keep lifting that bar i'll go back i mentioned i was in hot springs on saturday i had dinner with Sadiq Mir, he's a guy that has been all over the world, operated food and beverage at some of the largest hotels in the country, the Anatole in Dallas, the Gaylord Texan. He came in to get the Oakland Hotel off the ground and then decided he wanted to own his own restaurant. He and his wife, Jeannie, have reopened the OJNS Italian Villa there. I'm telling you, it, it it was talking about lifting the bar in Arkansas, and I could give a lot of other examples, but this one is fresh on my mind, Travis. It was a national class service and food that well, I had on, on Saturday night. I'm going to try that one. I read that they that they were doing that, but I had not been there. Yeah, very worth the trip. And then in, you know that same afternoon, I mentioned I was downtown, walking around downtown. There are guys up, uh, we all love the Arlington in Arkansas, mm-hmm. working on the tower across the street. They're, of course, turning the old medical arts building into an aloft hotel, which is going to be just fabulous. Again, you're talking about investment in Arkansas. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, those kind of dollar investments speak to how, you know, the volume of people who are coming here and the importance of, of these people coming in the industry as a whole. And that, I mean, there's nothing speaks more than people putting their private dollars to work on behalf of the industry. You know, one of the things that I know that Crystal Bridges has done, the Museum of Fine Arts in Little Rock will help do, I I started the show by asking you about the summer tourism season, but I'll close in that facilities like that, along with, again, our outdoor recreational attributes have made Arkansas kind of now, we can claim to be a year-round attraction. You get into the fall You've got people coming to look at the leaves change, obviously, which is big, I know, in your tourism division. Then duck season, where the duck hunting capital of the world starts. In the winter, like I said, we're milder than a lot of areas. And then you get into the spring, then back into the summer. So you've got a lot of things now, I guess, that you can tout Arkansas as a 12-month-a-year destination. Absolutely. Uh, you are absolutely right. I mean, when you get this part of the season, or if it's a little rainier, I mean, you, you need some of those indoor activities as well. And, and we have, I mean, quite a few of them, and some of them of utmost quality and tier one across this country or the world. So we're very blessed to have those all right here in our backyard. Travis, thank you so much. I told you this 30 minutes would go fast. <laughs> it did. Man. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for all you're doing for Arkansas. Travis Knapp, our state tourism director. Thank you for joining us for the Southern Fried Podcast, a production of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette.